Hey everybody, Yislike here. Thanks for tuning in today. Before we start the episode, I want to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by A Thousand Dreams, a developing adult liberal arts curriculum that celebrates transgression in most of its forms. Currently, the curriculum is comprised of a daily blog, four weekly podcasts, weekly multimedia lectures, a book vlog, lots of extra content on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest, and a Patreon that includes exclusive content and early access to much of our regular content. You can access all of our content, including a link to our Patreon, from our central hub at a thousanddreams.org. Please send comments and questions about the curriculum to a thousanddreams.org at gmail.com. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. This is Yislike Rockadopolis, one of the creators of Meet the Rockadopolis. Before we get started on our pilot episode, I want to provide a little bit of information about what we're doing with the podcast and why we're doing it. The podcast is dedicated to providing one example of a BDSM-based female-led relationship. There are a lot of highly fictionalized and fantasy-based representations, so my partner Lance and I think it's important to share a real-life example. In addition, Meet the Rockadopolis is one piece of a bigger project called A Thousand Dreams, which is an evolving online liberal arts curriculum for adults. This curriculum restores and celebrates the works of ideological dissent that have been burned, banned, and marginalized at different times in history. And in addition, we showcase contemporary examples of ideological dissent, which include alternative subcultures and lifestyles. This podcast frames our female-led relationship as an alternative lifestyle that does not conform to current social norms around power and gender roles. That said, here are a couple of things we need you to be aware of as we proceed. One, the podcast is for adults only. In many of our episodes, including the introduction, we will discuss sexuality and BDSM explicitly and in some detail. We are not doing this to shock or to sexually arouse our listeners, but rather to represent our relationship as faithfully as we can. And two, we are new to podcasting, so please bear with us as we improve our technical and speaking skills over the coming weeks. We're so excited that you're here, and we want to provide the highest quality experience that we can. So, without further ado, let's get to it. Hi everyone, my name is Yislike Rockadopolis, and I am here with you today with my partner, Lance Rockadopolis. This podcast is about our relationship, which is a high-level FLR with power exchange and elements of BDSM. That's a lot of jargon, so I'm going to hand the mic over to my partner, Lance, so that he can give it to you in plain language. Thank you, Yislike. To me... Power exchange basically means that I am handing over a lot of aspects of my life to Yislike. Um, she has complete decision-making authority over basically all aspects of our relationship, but it's uh, much more deeper than that. 
BDSM is bondage, sadomasochism. It involves kinky aspects of uh, sexuality. So in today's episode, we'll talk about who we are as people, our history as kinksters, how we got to know each other, and also what our life looks like now. I am the founder of A Thousand Dreams, an organization that is dedicated to producing an adult liberal arts curriculum of transgression. I hold a PhD in English and a master's degree in education with an emphasis on curricular theory. And I am a civil engineer, and I think that's all that you need to know at the moment. I'm originally from California, and Lance is originally from New York, which is uh, an important factor in our relationship and how we get along together. We're from different sides of the continent, and we have very different perspectives on a lot of issues and very different communication styles. So Lance, how did you get interested in power exchange and BDSM? Since a young age, a lot of my fantasies were based on me being helpless, me being tied up. I distinctly remember dreams where I'm caught in a spider's web and helpless. And happy about it. And and very happy about it. Even at a young age, as an adolescent, I enacted bondage scenes. And so you started out as a young age, you you knew that you liked bondage and that it was sexy to you. And then as an adult, you did start to try to explore BDSM and kink and, and power exchange. Yes, absolutely. But I've always been disappointed in the way power exchange bonded BDSM and FLR was how it was portrayed. It never seemed like a viable or realistic way to have a relationship. But with you, I think all things are possible now. I'm very happy where we are relationship-wise. All right. So like Lance, I was really very young, and I remember coming to the realization that um, that I had a lot of sexual feelings around power and, and having power over people. And I really, I think Lance did a much better job accepting that, who he was sexually but I did finally do that. That's a story for another time. And uh, we've been together for three years. And so now we are full on. Absolutely. And my experimentation seemed to me like I was always preparing myself for you for this kind of relationship. So I, I was always pushing my boundaries, trying to be comfortable with my body, um, testing myself in many different ways. And we can go into that later. Yeah, that it's very cool. And it's been very helpful, that type of um, self-preparation that you did. So now we only see each other on the weekends. I still consider us to have what, what is called a 24-7 total power exchange relationship because we have a lot of protocols and things that I require him to do during the week when we aren't physically together. Then on the weekend, we are fully together and our, our power exchange relationship is full on. That's right. Our relationship, even though we call it total power exchange, is not just all about kink and sex and bondage and discipline. Mostly it's about things that most people do. We like to go hiking. We like to go kayaking. Uh, we like to go out to dinner when we are allowed to. And, uh, you know, we like to cook. We watch TV, watch Battlestar Galactica. We watch the uh, documentary The Vow, which we will talk about in more detail at another another podcast. 
And we have uh, long discussions. First, try to deepen our understanding of each other. Secondly, to explore other people's relationship and try to gain an understanding of what other people are doing. Also, like you mentioned, the vow, we, we have discussions on how BDSM is understood by the rest of society. Right. So in a lot of ways, we look like a normal couple, um, but in some very specific ways, we definitely do not. And there are a lot of things that we don't necessarily feel comfortable enacting outside of the home. There are a lot of things that we would do if it were okay to have a, a power exchange relationship. If that were more accepted in our culture, we would look very different in public than we do now. Do you agree with that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So eventually we hope that that would be possible, or maybe we just need to move to Brighton, England, or you know, the Castro district. Yeah, there's always trying to at least respect other people's sensibilities. So right, which is that's important. Yes, it is important. It would just be nice if their sensibilities would evolve to to accept who we are. So while we do do a lot of regular people type of activities, our sex life is very much infused with kink and kinky activities. Some of the things that I really like to do that we do on a regular basis are I like to use a single tail whip. I like some bondage. It's mostly instrumental for me. It serves a purpose when I need somebody to, to just sit tight while I do things to them. What are some other things that we do? I do like the impact play, and that includes the floggers, the single tails, and the canes. I do like being helpless, and that specifically means being tied up. But it also includes what is called primal play, where you push me around. I like that and and enjoy it tremendously. I also liked being objectified, um, being appreciated for the... For your physical beauty. For my... And he is quite beautiful. And and that includes a form of exhibition. So I also enjoy doing all this stuff in public with a select audience. All right. That is really an overview of who we are and, and in very general terms, what our life looks like right now. In our next episode, we're going to talk more about our physical relationship but more specifically, the role that kink plays in our bigger relationship. Kinky play, it's a big part of our sexuality, and it also serves the purpose of binding us together, so to speak, keeping us engaged with each other and with ourselves, keeping us growing. It is one part of our relationship, and and it's one part of our relationship that we're going to discuss. For me, it also helps keep us in our respective roles. It helps remind me of where... I stand with you. So the physical aspect of our relationship really bolsters and enhances and helps us develop the more emotional, mental aspects of what we're doing. That's what we'll be talking about next week. Thank you very, very much for joining us today. And we hope to see you next time. (laughs) 